Welcome everybody to episode 28 Stupid or Irresponsible. I am Justin Shelley, CEO of Master Computing. And I'm Joe Milo, CIO of Master Computing. Joe, uh, it's been a heck of a week. Yeah, I ain't kidding. Independence Day, long weekend. Uh, maybe a cyber incident over the weekend that we <laughs> might break down. Uh, but aside from that, Joe, uh, what, what was the best part of your last seven days on this wonderful planet we call Earth? Well, uh, I mean, speaking to that, I guess I'm glad it wasn't us. Uh, we'll get more into it, but Kaseya, uh, big RMM, uh, a tool that MSPs use, a lot of MSPs use worldwide, uh, got breached. And we'll get we'll get into that later, but I'm glad it wasn't us. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I could have easily been. Uh but uh, personally, uh, I got to play an entire round of golf. I haven't done that since last year. Uh, really? It's getting way too late in the year uh, for me to be saying that, but I was really glad. And got well, what's been it. the holdup? Like, this a co- you're going to blame it on COVID or what? Yeah, between COVID and... Due to COVID, yeah. every excuse ever. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, what about you? Anything? Yeah, I was trying to think of something really uh, important to say, but... I. Over the fourth weekend, you know, I just didn't do anything. No? No explosions? No? No explosions. Stayed home. I did build a... I've got this really kick-ass recipe for margaritas that I like oh, to make yeah. at home. Right on. It's a... You make it by the pitcher. <laughs> you make your own uh, margarita mix? Everything. Yeah. Oh, Fre- wow. Fresh lime. Like, I squeeze the limes. Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll give out my recipe. It's um, Milagro Reposado Tequila. I don't know how to say the French word that is the brand of the uh, triple sec that I use, but just regular generic triple sec sucks. Right. I won't use that. Why it's French? You would think Mexican. Con- Centro, Contro. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> but I know what the bottle looks like. Yeah. It's an orange bottle. It's square, and it's delicious. <laughs> and and that's it. A little agave nectar, and shake that sucker up, and <laughs> you wake up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's kind of what I did over the weekend, and it was nice, just uh, just chilling, awesome. nothing really going on. Yeah. So, all right, well, uh, listen, there's so much to talk about. Why don't we just go ahead and jump right in sure. today? Uh, you've got a quick update, I think, from last week's headlines. You want to yeah. go there? Uh, so we kind of briefly talked about how they leaked uh, Windows 11. Um, the the one that was never going to happen. Exactly, yeah. Microsoft will never update after Windows 10. Well, here we go. There was a leak of it, and now it's kind of looking like it was a deliberate leak by themselves as some sort of marketing thing. That's the yeah. typical software thing these yeah. days. Anyway, they officially released Windows 11 announcement. They're going to do it. Here's the preview. So now there's a legitimate copy you can go test out. And they expect to deliver it uh, by October 20th of this year. So, How often do those dates hold? Uh, I mean, roughly it'll be around that time. I guarantee it won't be on the 20th, but it'll be yeah. within weeks. Okay. I would, I would imagine. October, July. August. And that being said, it won't be rolled out. Like you won't see it in mass until. No, of course not. Late next. But this will be a full release, not a beta. Exactly. Okay. Yep. yep. Three months. Yep. Not long. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not putting any money on that, but. No, no. Well, and they, they have a tendency to force these kind of updates on, on users. These oh, yeah. No kidding. So especially when they're doing a lot of this software as a service, forcing yeah. Edge, forcing Xbox controller stuff on there, yep. their bloatware. Hey, we've got a security update to run on your computer. Welcome to Windows 11. From a, from an admin perspective, my biggest beef is they're getting rid of the control panel. Now, they already what? announced that in, um, in, in, in lieu of their system preference. So it's a. 
it's kind of a it's just a different UI, but totally yeah. different setup, different commands, different everything. I hate that so yeah. much. <laughs> now the layman doesn't have to really mess with that stuff. No, really, but but it's a pain in my ass. No kidding. <laughs> and more so me, since I'm not in the trenches with you guys all the time. Yeah. So where I I'm mostly useless on my own computer now. This is going to take it up a notch. Well, I, I will give them this credit: is nowadays you can click start and type in, and That's it's a true. lot more intuitive. Yeah. Where back in the day, you're dealing with command prompt and trying to dig through command prompt or command line or anything just to find you had to know exactly where exactly. yeah which yeah. which icons to click and in which order to yeah. get to the the setting so they're prioritizing the the normal person or the layman over okay the more advanced tech stuff that we you know it guys good do. so more average people can go in and these more easily screw up the settings yeah absolutely <laughs> that's what we call Allow job security folks that's what <laughs> yeah. yeah all right well yeah so anyway, that's the update, but I, I do want to jump in because we got a lot of headlines here yeah. uh, into our subject this week. And this week we are talking about mobile phone security, uh, the top 10 list for keeping your mobile phone secure. And I think I asked last week if they were going to talk about how to keep it from falling off your motorcycle. You know, it doesn't, it it doesn't make mention the list. that, although I think it's kind of in there. You know, I've got high. some ideas. If uh, I'll, I might add one yeah, at the end. There you go. go ahead. <laughs> let's, let's hit your All right, top so we 10. We need to compile these. I'll just kind of read them out. We'll discuss okay. that. Uh, starting at number... Let's start at the bottom here. Okay. Number 10. Like Johnny Carson. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you can't see, but I'm holding an envelope to my forehead. Uh, number 10. Don't click on links or attachments from unsolicited emails or texts. I think we buried this thing in the ground. Oh, yeah. Don't click on links, especially nowadays. So back in the day, it used to have attachments. You would not download the attachments. These days, they've gotten a lot more slick uh, because you can't really block everything that has a link in it. And you right. can't scan every website in the world. And what hackers like to do is find legitimate websites, breach those, and then create a link on these emails to click. And when you do, it asks for you know Office 365 credentials, you know uh, American Express credentials. That's the big one. Yeah. Well, and and it, like it says, or text messages. That's kind of new, relatively new to the Definitely. scene, where you get an unsolicited text message yeah. with a link. Yeah, absolutely. I, and so fact, many vendors use that service. Hey, here's how do you schedule? You know how you schedule right. your next appointment with your uh, car at the dealership yeah. for a tune-up. Yep, uh, these are all over the place. And most of the time, they're coming from you know maybe five-digit numbers. They don't right. explicitly say this is Microsoft. Yeah, you don't know who it is. It's Office. It's just here's three numbers. Click yeah. here to approve. Allow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's so. gonna get fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number ten. I mean number nine. Encrypt the data if you have sensitive info stored on it. I mean obviously. If you don't have a mobile device management software for your for your business, you might talk to your boss or your IT company about that. Um, but definitely, if you're doing emails, if you have business email or business accounts, business uh, any kind of software, if you check your QuickBooks account or your bank account for business on your phone or in personal, uh, get it encrypted. Uh, most of these phones nowadays, it's just as easy as clicking a button. Uh, flipping a switch that I haven't flipped yet on my new phone, I'm just realizing. Ruh -ruh. So I'm, making, I'm making notes like <laughs> yeah, I always yeah. do on this show. <laughs> All right, number eight uh, kind of goes with encryption is backup, 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 backup. Backup your phone. Don't know how? Call somebody. Uh, call us. Call an IT provider. Call your local t IT provider. Backup your data. A lot of phones, especially iPhones and Androids nowadays, well, I guess that's typically it. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're stored to their... It's mostly automatic. Yeah. But that's also kind of the danger of it. Absolutely. You think everything's set up, and then you lose your phone and, let's say, <laughs> drop it on your motorcycle. Ah, I wonder who How does do you that? retrieve <laughs> all those pictures of, you know, Aunt Sally? Yeah, so, right. You know. 
Number seven, cover your camera with a camera sticker when not in use. Okay, I'm calling bullshit on this one, Joe. Like, if you ever, where are you putting that on this little camera? On your phone? Yeah. I think this is more towards the laptop. Uh, mobile. Oh, that is mobile phone, not mobile. Yeah, phone. this whole thing's about phones. Well, I mean. And while I do agree that conceptually that's a great idea, I have never seen it implemented. They've got them. I have not. Also, never seen it. Uh, well, I have seen it. I just. I don't frequently see it. And then I the other thing is the microphone. I'm yeah, more worried about the microphone. Yeah, exactly. Or your Alexa at the house. It's really I mean, if they want to take pictures of my gorgeous face, by all <laughs> means, go ahead. Well, I don't think this thing is sitting in the pocket of your face. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Number seven. Moving Number on. six. Use your phone's Find Me feature uh, to prevent loss or theft. Hey. I think that's a gimme, yo. If you lose your phone, that's what I'm doing is hitting the Find Me feature. Yeah, but you... Is it set up? It. Do, yeah. Do people know how to set it up and make sure it's I think typically functional? it's almost automatic. Yeah, yeah it, it mostly automatic. is. Yeah, especially for business devices. Yeah. If there's a mobile device, MDM on there. It's uh, worth checking, though. Definitely, It's, it's yeah. just worth going out and checking that one. Che- ask yourself the question, if I lose my phone today, how, how screwed am I? Well, and I got it, to find that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I used this Find Me feature to find out exactly where my phone walked from the place I dropped it on right. the highway to their house. You know, there's a really cool feat. Uh, have you seen those RFID stickers? Uh, there's a few big names that do it, but I really want to do something with that. So basically what these are, they're a little sticker you can throw on there, and then you've got a, either a key fob on your phone, but you've got an app on your phone as well, or you can throw yeah. it on your computer. It's web-based. Um so you can throw it on your keychain, on your wallet, on your phone, and it'll tell you with it uses Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, uh, and you either or. So if it's connected, it'll tell you specifically where it is. Where these Find My Phone feature will give you a GPS coordinate. So if it's at your house and you don't know which couch cushion it's right, shoved right, in or whatever, yeah. it'll tell you exactly. But this will tile or something. It's yeah, called yeah, tile's the big one. Yeah, um, and those are kind of bulky and stuff. They are. I've got smaller ones that are kind of like toll tags. They're real small because all it is is just sending out a. RFID signal, you know, just a chirp in the air. Right. Pretty cool. I don't know. Check it out. Uh, number five, install, install antivirus software. Uh, eh, in my opinion, that's kind of sketch. There's yeah. a lot of sketchy antivirus for phones. Right. Versus the N8 built-in. Um, I don't know. How do I, I don't either. I don't use it. I used to. Yeah. I mean, Google, I, I've got a Google phone. It's, it's really good. And also, just staying... Staying alert on what you're downloading. Don't download crap. That's my bigger issue, yeah. The big one is downloading a game or an old app and, and not looking at it or uninstalling it. Uh, I think we've talked about this in the past yep. where these game companies just get bought up. And so they've signed a user agreement when you install that thing that all your information belongs to them. You know, they can access your phone, your uh, informa- your contacts, your microphone. Light up your microphone, your exactly. camera. And so when they sell the business, uh, those guys have full access to that. And they have typically been, especially the ones that are overseas, been reaping the benefits from that and selling your data. So uninstall those old apps. I know Google's pretty good, or at least my phone is really good about uh, alerting me of unused apps. Hey, yeah. do you want to delete this? A lot of pesky or it'll alerts. Or it's going to put it in a deep sleep. Right. Yeah. Basically shut it exactly. down. Exactly. Don't, don't allow background. Stuff yeah. Like that. Yeah. It's pretty good. Number four, keep your phone's operating system updated. I mean, that's a gimme. That's anything, uh, computer, anything like that. If you feel like, you know, you're at the airport and you don't have time for it and then that just keeps slipping by, uh, just update your phone. Yeah, but here again, it's it's becoming less and less optional. Yeah, which I, you know. Pros and cons, sure. Exactly. But it's yeah. 
pretty much now when my phone says it needs an update, it's like, hey, you can snooze this X number of times, asshole, and right. then we're doing it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually a fan of that because yeah. the guys or the people that need to not update the software for one particular reason or another, maybe it's an old EMR that requires this kind of thing or needs to have this legacy stuff, you have to know what you're doing to not update, and I right. appreciate that. Uh, yeah, agreed. Versus the regular person that just doesn't want to be inconvenienced for that five minutes, but it could, you know, potentially cost them hundreds to thousands to hundreds oh, yeah. of thousands to millions of dollars. So yeah, I mean, you can just program it to happen in the middle of the night. Yeah, not that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, number three. Uh, number three. Only download apps from trusted sources. So that's another one about being vigilant. Um, you know, just because it has a million rating doesn't. You know, a million four-star reviews doesn't necessarily mean it's legit. Uh, make sure it's, you know, it's got this. Typically, if you're in the App Store or in the uh, uh, Play Store, mm -hmm. they can, they'll can they have a verified check mark if they're verified. And Google goes through and checks and makes sure they are legit. Make sure you're getting apps uh, that do have that check mark um, or talk to somebody that knows how to look at this kind of thing. Yeah. If it's a VPN. But don't sideload apps. Yeah. Definitely. That's kind of the thing here, right, yeah. is... And that is one of the things I hated about my uh, Samsung phone. Yeah. They were constantly wanting to push their own apps. Oh, yeah. Outside of the Play Store. Yeah. And if you want to get rid of them, good luck. You have yeah. To, you know, you, uh, anyway. Gross. Side note. Yeah. Personal grievance. Uh, number two, it's uh, uninstall apps you don't use. Dun, dun. We already talked about it. Yeah. And number one, lock your device with a pin or a password. Never leave it unattended in public. Duh. Do people still not do this? I mean, do you yeah. do you observe people without a password on their phone? Well, I see a lot of people that use the facial recognition or yeah. any of the the uh, what do you call it BDIs or whatever, right? Uh, or the fingerprint. I personally don't like the the fingerprint. I like to use PIN. Um, but yeah, definitely have a password. Don't have it un unlocked. I'm just curious if you if you know of anybody, whether it's a client or a friend or. Who just does not have security? Oh, yeah. Pick it up, turn it on. Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Oh yeah, I don't want to throw. Guys, this is bad. Yeah. Don't do that. Especially the older generation that have you know phones they've had for like ten years and they're real old legacy. Yeah. Aren't getting security updates and they're also the ones most likely to click on that link, right? That download or download that shady app. Hmm. It's pretty concerning, but that's typically what I see. Okay. Gross. Anyway, yeah, that's it. This week's top 10 easy tips for mobile phone security. And then that uh, the last one I promised, if you're going to mount it on your motorcycle, make sure that the motorcycle mount for your phone isn't broken. <laughs> <laughs> this was my own damn fault. Oh, man. What a nightmare it is to lose your phone, too. It was Everything, bad. Golly. Yeah, it was a pain. Especially when, when there's a shortage of chips. So yeah. they're not making phones, yeah. and I had to be without it for, <laughs> I mean, it was only about a week, but still. Dude, a week without Guys, phone. challenge. All right, put your phone down. Turn it off for a week. <laughs> did y'all, I don't know, how did cavemen do this? We used to have a no TV week. Oh, really? In, I guess, what was that, junior high, somewhere in the 90s. Just your family did that? No, it was like a school-wide thing. What? I want to say. Yeah, so you'd have like a no TV week, um, and so you'd sign some contract that you weren't watching TV. And on Friday, we got like a pizza party or something if you made it, if you were honest. of course. Nobody That's ridiculous. It. This is reminding me of religion now. My, yeah, yeah. My church used well, to always yeah, do that. Yeah, private school is probably <laughs> yeah. just Maybe so. It's kind of interesting, you know? It's, yeah. You know, you, you well, see how hooked you are. It, it's, yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah. 
it's it's a little terrifying when you lose your phone and just how attached you are to that thing. Man, I remember uh, when that ice storm happened and everybody was blacked out here in uh, Texas. Oh, and the internet was out. Yeah, no internet for a week was awful. What do you do with yourself? <laughs> I mean, seriously, because it's not even, I'm not even talking about the necessities. There are true necessities yeah. on this device. Well, arguably, but right. you know, put it on a scale. But then there's so much of it that I am so attached to that just doesn't mean anything yeah, in my life. No. Scrolling Facebook, Reddit, yeah. you know. Just grinding gears, like whatever. You're not doing anything positive. Or like, how do you fancy. just sit still as a human? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun experiment, folks. Give it a shot. <laughs> Report in <laughs> on your discovery call this week. I'd like to hear how your uh, uh, technology uh, abstinence went. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no promise rings here. All right, right. <laughs> Into the headlines. We got some pretty beefy ones here, um, and I. Uh, what, what do you say we stuff? skip a lot of these and just dig into? The big one, or or is there stuff on These here? These are the big ones, yeah. Okay, there's a there's great. a lot. Yeah, I'm telling you, it has been it. an active yeah Freedom Day, <laughs> <laughs> Independence Day, whatever. Jeez. All right, we'll start off with Western Digital. Okay. So Western Digital, my book users, uh, got urged an ur- urgent message from Western Digital. This is the most popular uh, external backup system hard drives that exist. Oh, the my book is just the hard drive. It's the so it's the external drive that you plug in your computer. My I, in my mind, I'm like, I didn't know Western Digital was making laptops. Yeah, that's no, where these, my brain went. Yeah, I just so these skimmed are like this. your backup. Okay, you'll see that everywhere. Yeah, I know what they are, but yeah. now, yeah, now I do. All right, they got urged to unplug all their devices from the network because malicious hackers are remotely wiping the entire drives using a critical flaw that can be triggered by anyone who knows the IP address. <laughs> this was a known flaw, and this kid's kind of gross. Uh, known for how long? To the point where, okay, so here, here's what happened. So this was last year. Some Danish researchers figured out this, this internal flaw for this uh, software. And Western Digital uh, answered back. So there was a big uh, uh, security meeting last year, and they said, you know what, don't even bring that because we're upgrading to uh, this new system, 5.0, instead of this uh, 3.0. So, and, we, and we fixed that breach, so don't even worry about it. Here's the problem. Only the newest hard drives that came out last year and, and sooner can utilize oh, <laughs> 5.0. And you so can't you even update millions it. Millions of these uh, external hard drives, these my books, out in the wild that still have this active vulnerability. And typically, those are the guys that just sit have it sitting on a server or sitting on their yeah. computer, plugged in. They don't look at it. They don't touch it. If they need a backup file, which they may or may not have even tried to look at, it's gone now. <laughs> Nobody's wow. updating those. And so their 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 response to this wasn't, hey, we'll we'll try and fix this for you. Their response is unplug it. Unplug it. If you if it doesn't if it's not applicable for 5.0, you need to buy a new one from us. Wow. That's their answer. Go Western Digital. Western Digital. <laughs> hey, uh, in in light of the name of our podcast, Joe, I'm gonna roll this one out as stupid. Pretty stupid. This is just flat just stupid. Flat out greedy. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Uh, listen, business is about you. You can label anything in business greed. Sure, we all want to turn a profit. They've got to make money. I don't have a problem with that. But even as a business decision, this is bad. This is bad for your image, your reputation, yeah, your absolutely. customer base. It's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, make money. I don't care. Go make money. But yeah. but don't do it by uh, 
alienating your entire client base. No, no kidding. That's bad form. <laughs> Gross. Boo. Boo. Western Digital. Speaking Boo. of bad form, here our next one. QuickBooks Online, QBO. It is now opting users in to share your payroll information, all of it, of 1.4 million small businesses with Equifax. You're familiar with Equifax. They're the ones that got breached uh, <laughs> yeah. last year, big time. But they've obviously updated their security since well, then. Well, their marketing team definitely did a good spin. I'm uh, sure they as have. As far as the security side, not so much. Um <laughs> Yeah, so they're going to get breached again, in my opinion, uh, allegedly, whatever I got to say to legally get me out of trouble there. But they <laughs> they are automatically opt- opting you in. So if you run payroll through QBO, they're automatically opting you in. You have to manually opt out for this to happen, and you've got until the 30th of July to make it happen. Uh, steps are easy. Give us a call. I'll walk you through it. It's super simple to do, but wow. I would advise do <laughs> uncheck your shared data. Yeah. Um, yeah, gross. This again, I'm going with stupid. Yeah. Mm, at least irresponsible, Joe. I mean, but for business, like, what are they thinking? They're making money. Yeah, I get it. And Sell pissing off their customers. Well, a lot of customers, unfortunately, don't listen to they this don't. podcast. Well, there is that. And that's a lot of this is just the obsolescence of, we don't want to tell you about it. You're not going to listen to us. Mm. Maybe you guys should be listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. So we got eight unsecured databases. This is a couple of weeks back, but I uh, do want to bring this in because a lot of, if not all of our listeners are uh, involved here. Eight unsecured databases were found leaking approximately 60 million records of LinkedIn user information. You got a LinkedIn account. It's got your information public. Uh, so this is from the breach that was back in 2008 or whatever it was. Nope. Oh, well, some of that is, but it's accumulated data. Up until I want to say very recently, the last year or two. So this is I just, just I don't old think LinkedIn information. This LinkedIn is- hasn't been breached recently, have they? It appears they have, oh, okay. or at least these databases that have this information. Interesting. It does have some newer information. Okay. And most of it's publicly available. You know, it's got your email address. Your, you know, it doesn't have necessarily your password, or at least they haven't announced that they've got that. Uh, but they've got a lot of LinkedIn information that's being leaked and sold. Nice. Dark web. So. Nice. That in one. Update your password, guys. It's that easier. Yeah. If if you've got an old password or one that you use for all your websites, and they got that in that database, uh, they got your bank account, they got everything. Update your passwords, guys. Use a password manager. Even better. And now I'm pushing this back out on the user. This is just flat irresponsible if you're not doing this stuff. Yep. You know by now. Yeah. You've heard it a million times. Yeah, yeah it's inconvenient to go yeah. spend that 10 extra seconds to make it happen, but make it happen, guys. Jeez. Uh, HSE, so this is the Socialized Public Healthcare System of Ireland, uh, ah. you know, the whole country. They got breached in May. 700 gigs of patient employee data, Ooh. orders, virus total. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, so they got breached, uh, and now the country of Ireland's ordering virus total to reveal all the uh, information and give it back to them. Virus total is where uh, the hackers had gone in and uploaded to prove that they got the data. Um, and it's also where security researchers, uh, you know, compare information and try and, uh, you know, reverse engineer some of these hackings uh, to kind of red team it to figure out how do we, what's the solution to this? What's, you know, it's, it's basically the good guys use it, but the bad guys also use it to show, hey, here's a legitimate, like, middle ground. Here's, you yeah. know, I've got you. Proof of concept. Yeah. We got you. Yeah, we got you. Um, so, yeah. So, sorry, Ireland. 
Um, and then I do want to briefly mention this. I'm not going to dig into it. There is a new term called print nightmare. Uh, it's a security vulnerability that affects every version of Windows all the way back uh, up until now. Uh, there are some zero days. Uh, that's multiple exploits. Uh, it's They've got to have remote access, but once they've got it or if they're on your local network, uh, they can take over your entire domain. Really? Yeah. Uh, so we'll dig more into that next week, but I don't want to spend too much time okay. on it because the big guy... Kaseya. Here's the one. Kaseya is uh, a, a remote management tool that MSPs, managed service providers like us, uh, people who, IT teams that manage uh, clients that are, you know, medium to large, uh, you know, it allows remote access, you know, remote tools. Uh, they're the one, you know, how do you remote into your computer? How do you check your system software? It does network scanning, et cetera, et cetera. Used worldwide. Um, so... There was a breach. Um, let's see. It was a supply chain attack on for on-prem servers. So you have the access, the ability to either have locally hosted or a cloud version. This is for the on-prem or at your at your site servers. Uh, they specifically targeted uh, MSPs that have over a thousand clients. Although they have the accessibility to breach anybody in Kaseya. Yeah. Um, and they breached it. Uh, so they've got they've got between thirty and forty. They're not announcing all the crude numbers. This all just happened Friday afternoon, uh, right before the what horrible timing. Uh, yeah, everybody that thought planned. They thought, yeah, they, you think you got a weekend with the family? Yeah, and that they haven't slept since Friday. Yep, yep, yeah. It, it got us all pretty wo- woke up here, yeah. uh, at least in the IT world, especially in this office, making sure we're all clear. Um, we don't use Kaseya, so we're happy there, but super super scary. Um, so they're Kaseya or the, so they're, they're blaming or using, um, oh gosh, rebel. It was the rebels, okay. uh, software. Um, the guy it's the same people behind, uh, the last big reaches we've talked about here, JSB yeah. and the pipeline They you know, they've got a few different names, different side projects, but it's all the same stuff. Um, it's the same one that the, you know, the NSA and the FBI have, uh, seized the ser- some servers. Uh, it's these guys, which is kind of ironic as well, since CISA and Biden announced almost immediately, you know, they're investigating, you know, it's on rebel. It's, it's Russia. Here we go again. Um, although interestingly, um, all the IPs that was hosting everything, they're all us based. Right. Uh, servers, which is interesting. Shared IPs in most cases. Well, and a lot of it's Azure. I mean, yeah, I, yeah Azure servers, AWS servers, that kind of thing. Uh, interesting, though. Uh, well, anyway, uh, it was a known zero-day exploit that Kaseya was in the, actually in the process of patching. They knew about it. Right. Um, it wasn't published or anything like that, as far as we know. Some uh, Again, some Danish researchers. Um, and they were in the act, uh, the final process before they actually pitched it out. Uh, to all the servers, and it got breached. Uh, which brings the question, what were the communications like? How did they get access or know about it? Is it potential that maybe they were in Kaseya's, uh, you know, in their emails or in their messaging, or they knew maybe. about it somehow? Yeah. Or if it was just a coincidence that they knew that they were working on it and it had been released. A lot of details still to come on this one. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, a lot of so, speculation right now, but... Yeah. So Revel right now has put a... Global universal decryptor on sale for $70 million. <laughs> this will encry- unencrypt everybody. Also, they have reached out to each of the individual companies and offered five mil a piece for their personal uh, 
decryptor like, key. What a bargain. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Crazy stuff out there, man. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Crazy stuff. Jeez. I told my wife this morning, I was like, you know what? I wish I was in the business of selling bubble gum. <laughs> good, good Lord. Yeah. Some Spend American a weekend stuff, yeah. fretting about this. You know. work at McDonald's, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> uh, had a bad day. I didn't sell a bunch of bubble gum today. Uh, yeah. Good night. Yeah. You know, <laughs> not waking up in the middle of the night with a nightmare of the Russians coming after me. Oh, know? yeah. For sure. This was a Friday night. Oh, boy. Here we yep. go. Yeah. Yep. Digging through everything, making sure logs, uh, running some scans. Yeah. Crazy. But I guess it's job security, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. This is going to be one, though, that I'm just going to say is this isn't going to go away as far as the uh, I think it will impact the way business is done yeah. in our industry. For the foreseeable future, I no, think there are going to be some changes. We said the same thing back in the day with the Target breach was is exactly this. It's it's a side breach. A you know a client yeah. of a client of a client has got this administrative access for this one particular thing, and they just get they get breached, and then they move up the ladder. And well, so one thing in particular I'm talking about is that, and I've mentioned this before, is that where I used to get up and and publicly say, hey, you know, we can prevent just about. I used to guarantee it. Guarantee will will uh, prevent all viruses. Yeah. And my guarantee, of course, was it will come remove the virus if you get hit. Well, that was a long time ago when a virus removal was like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and now it's it's more like we kind of have to just assume we're going to get breached. And I mean we collectively, the business community at large. Yeah. You have to have a plan for a massive breach. Definitely. And, and where most of our energy as IT providers historically has been on prevention – um, I think we're going to see a shift in the industry where we talk about remediation and mitigation yeah. and plans and policies, you know, and that's, that's what I'm saying is we used to be able to just think, well, it's not going to happen to me. Yeah. This is happening to everybody. We have to have better planning. We have to have better procedures. We have to have better policies. Uh, we got to be practicing. You know, one of the things, cause I was on a cyber call, I think it's called where they're, they're, breaking down this breach and and what it does to the industry. And uh, a guy who had been breached, he owned an MSP and several years ago they were hit. And, and one of the things he said that we didn't do is we would do test restores with our clients. We'd restore a server or a file or a desktop. But he said, we, we never restored 300 servers at one time. Yeah. We never called our data backup vendor and said, Hey, we've got to light up 300 servers now go. And when they did that, in the you know the heat of the moment, their vendor failed. They couldn't do it. So this is the kind of thing. These are the dialogues we've got to be happening. Uh, we we have to be having is you know you and I behind the scenes. Hey Joe, what happens when we come in and and it's a massive outage? Yeah. What do we do? What's our process? And just like interesting said, times. Just having it on paper is one thing, but actually implementing it, practicing, testing it, practicing. Yeah. Big big thing. Yeah. So that's that's what I see the the most immediate or the most dramatic change coming in the industry as we look at these types of breaches is just better strategy. It reminds me of something I was reading where, you know, down in Florida, they don't expect a business to stop all hurricanes. But their success is driven based on how fast they can remediate when a hurricane happens. Yeah. So same thing. You can't control the weather. Hackers are going to figure out a way to get by, even if you've done everything right. And I'm sure Kaseya did. 
Right. But if somebody else, you know, through the chain just got popped and now you're vulnerable, what do you do? Right. Have those plans. Got to have that yeah. plan. Yep. Got to have that practice. No. Pretty crazy. Uh, right. So next week, here's our teaser. Uh, we're going to talk about what the heck is an AUP? Why do you want it? Well, I'll tell you, it's a lot to do with what I was just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to have policies, procedures, strategies in place. So good. That's a good time. And we'll be talking yeah. about that next week. And on that note, guys, jump on your computer that hopefully is not yet breached and not yet infected with ransomware. Or your phone that hopefully has a password. Or- right. Either of these <laughs> devices. Go pull up a browser. Type in mastercomputing.com slash discovery and book a 10-minute call. And we'll sit down and we'll just talk about where you're at, what you need to be doing different. Because, guys, this is coming. There is no stopping this train. We're here. We're living it every single day. We've got to have better plans in place. So jump on a call with me and we'll uh, we'll break it down for you and how this affects your business in particular and what you can do about it. Joe, do you have any final thoughts for us? Uh, no. Happy Independence Day, guys. All right, guys. We'll see you next week.